Son. We celebrate the triumphant entry of our King. Yes. And they cried out, Blessed He who comes in the name of the Lord. Yes. Isn't that good news? Amen. Dealing with the title, as you said, disciples, do what? Father instructions. Y'all can help me preach this this morning. We're looking at the gospel according to Luke. If you turn there in the 19th chapter, you see there's the 28th verse. Meaning that there's some stuff that happened before that. If you look in there, there you might find out about uh, little Zeke. Zacchaeus found up a sycamore tree. Lord went into his house, salvation came into his house, and he settled accounts to those who did wrong. He made sure he set them right. <coughs> Lord said, salvation has come into your house. That's some, that's some news to shout about right there. But Lord then tempered them and says, he gave a parable to let them know that the kingdom was not about to happen as they thought it was. Right. And so he gave them the parable about ten servants to a, a king that said, I'm going off. And while he was away, they sent delegates and says, we don't want him as king. <laughs> well, he came back to rewarded those who were faithful. He punished those who were unfaithful. And he killed those who did not want him. <laughs> and yet he did all that to set them up to let them know that how the kingdom was going to come. And then we find him now on his way to Jerusalem. And they're still waiting for this king. They, they, they're excited. They're excited. So, you know, he had a temper them say, hey, hey, it's not about to happen as you think it's going to happen. But yet they're on their way to Jerusalem. And we find ourselves here that Luke is writing to show us his triumphant entrance as he's riding on a colt into Jerusalem. But fulfills, as Matthew says it, it's spoken by the prophet found in Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout. O daughter of Jerusalem, behold thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. And if you look at that, it says here too, it says rejoice greatly. <laughs> Do you not see them rejoicing greatly? Seeing their king come? Three reactions I want to highlight in this narrative. I would like to address one is the two disciples who did just as he's asked them to do. Yes. Trusting in their master's words. Yes. Second, the disciples said what Jesus said and saw what Jesus said would come to pass. By seeing the Lord has need of it, by saying the Lord has need for it, and the other followers and disciples of Jesus rejoice and seeing the Lord riding on the coast. And because of the miracles they have seen, which pushed them to say, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. I just want to drop a pen right jump in my head about something. I'm just getting good just looking at this text here. The angel said something similar to that when little baby Jesus was just born. Glory to you in the highest and peace on earth. Now not only do we have peace on earth, but we got peace in heaven. Y'all see that right there in the text? Do you understand that we have one God? Yes. And if God wants is one and he wants unity, then there's going to be peace on heaven. It's still not going to be peace on earth. Yes. And how do we have peace on earth? Where well, he says we're going to have the Prince of Peace. Yes. 
And so did not the Prince of Peace walk among us? Yes. Did not come to give us peace? Yes. And so we see how they're exuberant and excited. But thirdly, the reaction is one of negativity to the praises of the Lord. And how they did not receive or accept Jesus as the coming king. These reactions are based in what is already in our hearts. Love somebody there. Yeah. If you don't see him as your king, you won't rejoice when you see him. That's right. If you don't love him and celebrate what he's done for your life, you won't shout. Some of us walk around, as Pastor Brad says, as you've been baptized with religions. All pruned up in the face. But if you know that you know that you know that the Lord has done something for you, you know without a shadow of a doubt, that we too need to respond as the two disciples who are neighbors. They were obedient and rejoiced in the face of the contempt and the ridicule of the Pharisees. Can we look at the story a little bit closer? We find our Jesus who has already made preparations for his entrance. If you look closely there, he told the two disciples to go to find a donkey and a coat. Yeah. My, my Bible in the loop, I like how he puts it there. It says when they went there, they found it just as he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got excited when I was reading that. I, I don't know about you, but I get excited yeah. when Jesus says something and it shows up, shows up just like he said. Yeah. And then I just got to step back and say, Lord, you too good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He said, you will find it. They went there. They found it. Now, can I highlight something else here in this text? The disciples followed the instructions. Yeah. If we go back last week, he had to tell the disciples to get behind him because he was not following the instructions. We talked about how you, if you are in front of the leader and you're not leading, you are in the way. So you never move. Get out the way. And, and so when you are not following instructions, you are a snare, you are an obstacle, you are a trap, you are dangerous. But when you follow instructions, things start working now. Yes. Yes. Let's look, let's look here. Look here. He told them to go. They went. And I want to grab you too again about these disciples, how they follow instructions. They could have said this. Why don't you do it, Jesus? All right. All right. It's your call. You go get it. And, and, and they would have a right to say that because why? Jesus could have gone and did it. Yes. But yet, if we realize and pay attention to this, that we should be willing to serve. Yes. Yes. Willing to serve means doing what someone asks of you, no matter what it is. Yes. Because many of us always want the high job. We want to do something that's going to get recognition. If I look closely here in my Bible, we see no names here. They're not even recognized. Don't nobody have a day for them. Oh, I want to celebrate. It might have been Levi, you know. It might have been the other Jews who did not betray us. We don't know who it is, but we know it was two disciples that knew how to follow instructions. If my mind could serve me as a time of speculation, I could say, well, he didn't ask Peter because Peter had him. All right, all right. Peter might have gone there and just took the coat and asked, why he said, because I want to take it. <laughs> you know, you know, because I, I know that we know Peter was hot-headed, do we not? Yes. 
He was outspoken, be outspoken saying something. Jesus had already corrected him that I must go. No, this is not true. Okay, strike you off because I can't ask you to do this. <laughs> you see, Jesus knew who he could give the responsibility to. Yes. He gave it to these two who knew that would do what he asked them to do and say what he asked them to say. Yes. I, I like it. it says they found it just as he said it was. Anybody here know God is not alive? Yes. Yeah. You have the Son of Man that you shall repent. Yes. No, we did not say you're not do. Aren't you glad that if God says something, it's going to pass? Oh, yeah. Amen. Can you look back over your life and realize that there's some things that God told yeah. you to do? Yes. And you're so glad that you trust in the way yeah. and you work out the way you said it was going to be. And so these same disciples trusted their master and did what he asked them to do. He went to the place to see there, and then they, he told them something else. What it is? He tells, he tells them this. He tells them this. Not only go where I tell you, but secondly, I want you to say what I tell you to say. So they're doing what he told them to do, and while they're in the midst of working, working things out, somebody comes up to him and says, what you doing? And they're like, oh, oh, what Jesus tells us to say? Oh. Oh, the master has need of it. <laughs> I want to throw something in here too about the master has need of it. Look here closely. It says the master needed this coat. Yes. And the only way he was able to get this coat which he needed was through his disciples. Yes. Follow me. Yeah. And so he gave the instructions to the disciples to get what he needs so that they could what? Bring it back to him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let me walk down your block. Jesus calls you his disciple. Yes. And has given you instructions on what to do. Yes. And what you need to go get so you can bring it back to him. Yes. Let me know somebody out that's missing what I'm saying here. You were made for his glory. And you are made for his glory, and glory belongs to him, then what you do ought to go back to him. Yeah. And then somebody else, somebody gives you a hundred dollars. And you say, Lord's been good to me, you might give God ten dollars. I lost some people, y'all y'all that's ten percent, that's a tie. So you give that back to God. And then you say, God, you've been so good to me, I'm gonna give you more than ten, I'm gonna give you thirty dollars. And the reason why is not because I deserve it, but Lord, it all belongs to you. Yes. And I'm just going to keep on doing what you ask me to do, and every time you bless me, I'm going to give it back to you. Yes. Yes. Because the blessings that I have are not for me, but how I can be a blessing to somebody else. Y'all yes. grab that? Yes. The blessings you have are not for you, but for you to who? Yes. Bless somebody else. Say, I got to bless somebody else. So we should be looking around to see, Lord, what can I do that you ask me to do? Because you, I, I look at this and they have us think about what does God need? Yes. All right. All right. And it, it, it don't sound kind of foolish. Come on, what does God need? Mm. But he points out to us that God shows us how he can use us for his glory. Yes. He could have gone and did it by himself and left them out of it, but he had them a part of this plan. A part of the plan. Look how they were a part of this plan. Not only did they follow the instructions, say what he had them to say, they it put upon them that, you know what? We want to saddle this coat that has not been ridden over with our garments. It's that they were the first to do something. Not that they followed somebody else. They set it up. 
we're going to give what we have to the king. We lost somebody. Mm -hmm. You ought to give what you have yes. to the king. Yes. Yes. He's not asking for anything more. Just what he has already given you. Yes. Give it back to him. And they said, we want to take ours off and put it on the other people. So, hey, they they're gone. Let's use ours. We're going to throw ours down. <laughs> Blessed he's come. And look, it says, all of the disciples rejoiced. Why did they rejoice? Because they see what the Lord has done. Y'all yes. Yes. see that there? It says that they were not just rejoicing because he was riding on the colt, but they were, they were rejoicing because of the miracles he has done. In John's gospel, before he entered, you know what he did, right? He called Lazarus out the grave. Yes. They could have been shouting about that, man. We saw him take a man that was in the tomb four days, come out, and he was walking. Matter of fact, they had a dinner later on with him. Yes. That's something to shout about. He healed a woman with an issue of blood that she had for 12 years. She's healed. She's made whole. He made a young girl get up. We was laughing at him because we thought she was dead, but he walked out, and we stopped laughing and started realizing there's something different about this man. The other three disciples said, we, we saw a transfiguration. No, we seen be beheld. His kingdom, they're seeing miraculous things. Yes. They said, Blessed is he. Yes. Comes in the name of the Lord. But yet, that's the positive reactions. Because of what's already in their heart. What's in their heart is that I know a God who's able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond we can ask or think or even imagine. We see him walk on water, feed 5,000, feed 4,000. We see him raise the dead, heal the blind, make the lame to walk, the, the deaf to, to hear. We see miraculous things happen, and we know this must be of God. Yes. But then we have the haters. All right. The haters come up to Jesus and say, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Now look at that. <laughs> They don't even recognize that he has a school. Come on, somebody. They don't even recognize that he has a, an accredited university. <laughs> He's not like them. He didn't go to their school. He don't have the credentials. But yet they say, teacher, you ought to rebuke your disciples. <laughs> they come up to him. They don't even respect him. Don't even care about him. But now they all of a sudden will give him a title. Yeah. Can I throw this one in for free? You know, some people that don't like it, they, they throw titles at you. Because yes. they want you to make you feel bad about yourself. You're supposed to be the chair. You're supposed to be the past. You're supposed to be the present. You're supposed to be this. And then they got something negative to say afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing new under the sun is right here in the box. Teacher, rebuke. We see it in our world that many times people want to chastise you and bring you down because they don't agree. Yes, yes. And what you're doing. Yes. <coughs> but yet the disciples who obeyed the master were willing to give the master what he needs. And this brings us to this aspect of look what it has here that they withheld nothing from God. They gave what they need. I want you to grab this aspect too before we get to the naysay. I told him I want to grab something real quick here. Remember we talked about what does God need? And if you look at this aspect too, what does God withhold, withhold from us? I heard someone say nothing. Right, and one actually, you're right. He withholds nothing from us. But another actually, he withholds a lot from us. He's withheld what? His wrath. Yes. Yes. His judgment. Yes. His condemnation. Oh my God. Death. Oh my God. But he has given us the abundance of mercy, yes. grace, yes. salvation, yes. 
and eternal life. Yes. So when we learn to surrender to the Lord, we see the life he desires for us to have and pursue righteousness and not a life of sin. That it's easier for us to follow his instructions, realizing that what the Lord is in need of is what I need. Yeah. I, I need more love, the Lord needs love. I need mercy. The Lord is, is full of mercy. And we look into this process that if I know him and who he is, that when I see things that God calls me to do, I know how to give him the glory. But being obedient and getting the coat is a fulfilling of this prophecy. And as they are approaching and yelling out, and what happens, the Pharisees get upset. Is that true in your life, that when things are going your way? Things are working out all right. Yes. You see the goodness of the Lord yes. working in your life. That all of a sudden someone comes up, tries to trip you up, yes, tries to challenge what God is calling you to do. You may run into people who don't believe in the king or trust him. Mm -hmm. They may be opposed to their life because they're full of darkness and they try to silence your faith. But Jesus responds to the accusation from the Pharisees rebuking Jesus and calling them teacher and telling him to rebuke his disciples. This because they do not acknowledge Jesus as king, nor as teacher, nor as master, nor as their Lord. But Jesus says to them, look at this statement here. He replied, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road will burst out in cheers. The little translation says, another translation says, if they be quiet, the stones will, will cry out. The King James Version says, if they are quiet immediately, the stones will cry out. I'm on my way to my seat, but may I suggest to you, in what Jesus is saying here, that one nature knows how great is our God. That even if you don't know, Nature knows how great is our God. The disciples are overjoyed and cannot keep their peace. So he's pointing out to not only does nature know how to worship me, my disciples know how worthy I am of these praises. Thirdly, I suggest to you that if they did not say anything, the stones will cry, but as impossible as that sounds. And that does not sound impossible. Anybody, anybody here heard a rock talk to you? Raise your hand, go ahead. Yeah. You gotta raise your hand because people look at you like you're crazy. Am I, am I talking to the truth in here? And so it sounds impossible. Some stones will cry out. Well, it's just as impossible. It's just as impossible. To think that God's done some good things in your life and yet you cannot talk about it. If nature can shout, how can I, who has lungs, a voice box, a tongue, and teeth, to help all words, that I cannot all of a sudden start saying, Hosanna, or blessed be the name of the Lord, or just simply say, thank you, Jesus. So Jesus pointing out as if it sounds to you as impossible as it is for these stones to cry, it's impossible. For my disciples to be silent because of the good things they sing. All right, all right. Can I testify for you for a minute? Yeah. Can I look over my life mm. and I think things over? Yeah. I can truly say yes. that I've been blessed. I've got a testimony. Or when I think about Jesus yeah. and all he's done for me, yeah. I get joy. 
is the main just ask these disciples that I might be like Jeremiah that when I want to preach I don't want to preach but I can't help it because it's like fire oh, yeah. shut up in my bones and I'm talking to somebody here that can just wave their hands and realize that God's been good to me you can't make me be quiet because I've got to shout it now because he's been good to me and when people try to tell you hush shout be quiet you might think about that good old story about that man and his people yeah. Y'all know that story, right? He would go into the church, he would dance, he would shout, and they just did not like how he was doing it, saying he couldn't sing, he sang off key, uh, he didn't dress right, he didn't look right, so they had a meet. Yes. Decided that we need to go talk to old Brother John. Brother John not acting right in the church. We need to go talk to him. They came out in a good car, all dignified, all dressed up. Found John working in the field. Yes, they did. Working out, plowing in the field. So they got to get their shirt, their clean shoes, and suit all dirty to walk through the mud. Go talk to John. Yeah. John sees him while he's with this mirror. Look at us. I know I is. Yes, I did. Y'all don't like how I'm singing in the church. Y'all don't like how I'm dancing y'all like how I clap in the church but let me tell you this that when I look at my shack yeah. it can fall down any day but I think about how the Lord got me a yeah. I, I got no choice but to shout I look at my shoes they ain't last too long but I'm going to have some new shoes over and over he said I look at my children I ain't been to no funerals but yet the Lord is good to me and y'all don't want me to see And so I get on the rides and I'm holding on for dear life. <laughs> but when I get off the ride, I thank the Lord. <laughs> but yet, there's some people that can enjoy the ride. Hello, somebody. 
And while they in the ride, while they going up, while they going down, they put their hands up. Yeah, and they like, woo! someone here who does not know you as their Lord and Savior. Your word reminds us, Lord, that we have to confess with our heart and believe in our heart that you are, that you died on the cross and rose again from the grave. All who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Lord, we thank you for this promise that behold, we become a new creation and you build all things, come to build all things become new in you, O oh God. So Father, Lord, we turn it all over to you. And we, Lord, we each day we want to pick up our cross, denying ourselves and following after you. Father, Lord, there's somebody here, there's someone here, we welcome them here in this place. 